From the Jingweeds podcast is brought to you by Southwest Turf Support. Southwest Turf Support supplies golf courses and professional sports fields with the highest quality products and services. Southwest Turf Support is located right here in Phoenix, Arizona. They take care of everybody in all of Arizona. They also cover Nevada, Southern California, and also New Mexico. Visit swturfsupport.com where you can find out who your local rep is in your area, along with a list of all their products that they distribute. They carry Florentine Foliar Products, Guru Turf Colorants, Turf Mend, Repair the Bear, Grow Power, Ninja Tines, JRM Incorporated Products, and also the full catalog of ParWest Turf Services. Again, visit swturfsupport.com, find out who your local rep is, give them a call, have them come out visit your golf course, and why don't you build a good relationship with these guys because they're really helping us out here with this podcast and bringing it to you. Later! Stay pissed, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 84 from the Jingweeds. Sitting here on a Saturday afternoon waiting for Dan to call in. We had a little mix-up here on Friday, and we couldn't get things done after we played some golf at the Canyon. So when he dials in, we're going to get this baby rolling. Calling Dan Cutler. Calling Dan Cutler. What's that? How about now? Can you hear me now through your headphones? I can hear you now. All yeah. right, sweet. Now we're rolling, yeah. And it seems to be coming through on my end, so we're good to go. Hey, the little bambino. Can you hear? Join the can podcast. Can you hear her? Yeah, I can hear her. Jesus, she is getting big girl time. Oh, she's a handful. Oh, she yeah, savage, she looks she? like it. Yeah, hairs everywhere. I've already been. Oh, she just wake up from nappy pants. Yep. Who's that on the TV, wave? Papa? What's she up, Birdie? Yeah, no. Say hi. Hi, Birdie. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> little little wave like a model. That's or the parade wave she gave you. Yes, exactly. Sweet. How was the test? Tits? Was it packed? Well, dude, I got. No, well, there's. I don't know if everybody was there for a test because they. I got it was like every 15 minutes you could get it and oh, uh, okay. I didn't know what to expect so I pulled up there it didn't say like because I think it, I thought it was a drive-through but then there was no like special COVID tent yeah right so then I went inside and then I realized they weren't they probably didn't want me inside if I think I've got it so mm-hmm. then I got because there was like 15 cars in line and then I was like all right I'm gonna wait in line so they yeah. basically get up finally when you get up to the window it's uh like you got to administer it yourself. Oh yeah, I did see that. I think on like January second or something like that, it pretty much mandated that everybody's gonna stick their own finger up their nose and then flick a booger at the person that's fucking testing it. And if they catch it in their mouth, they give it a little taste test, and they're like, "You got it. That's a rapid. That's the rapid test." Uh, I can like, how many how many of them miss you and catch you in the eye? Oh, a whole bunch. What? It it's it's worth it's worth eleven dollars an hour. It's pretty awesome. I yeah, mean, I got I got one dude out right now, and uh, he says he feels okay, so he's gonna go get tested early next week. I think just like everybody else, they probably have it three or four days before they fucking really know. You know, I don't even. The only reason. Well, I you're only doing is... it as precaution. Your mom's in town, and you know, there's a couple people that are running around your fucking golf course that you know, potentially have it, and it's like, all right, what the fuck? 
Might as well yeah. just cover the bases and be done with it. Yeah, I mean, I gotta just go. probably to protect Rio Verde residents. You know Absolutely, what I mean? I probably should yeah. be buzzing around over there if I do have it. I don't think yeah. I do. I felt like I worked out today. Had a really good, like, felt awesome. Like, felt yep. better. And I crushed a bunch of beers last night. Nice. Like, I felt better today in the gym than were you I had. Cr- so. Were you crying? Were you crying last night? Swall- you know, just drowning your sorrows for another fucking debacle Dude, on the golf course? There, I, even driving back to my place, I, was, I almost had a meltdown. <laughs> the thing is, like... You were sad. I, I couldn't even get you to... I was trying to, like, joke and whatever, but you were locked in on I'm beyond pissed off. And it wasn't even about losing. It was like, why, why on every time in the back nine am I just so bad, so bad? You know, and it wouldn't be so bad. It wouldn't be like so frustrating to watch it if the front nine wasn't so good. Thirty nine on the front to forty six or forty seven. Like what? It's like I didn't even play golf. I was just, I was even like driving it and bounce. Yeah, it wasn't like I was like. In the beginning, you were pounding that thing, and then you started getting a little squirrely on the backside. That's the frustration. I even tried talking, bringing up politics to get you out of what you were going through. A four so putt. Like, it was the four putt on 12 that ended everything. Yes. On and two and four putted to lose the whole or go down a stroke, and that's when I... I was made eagle and walked away with a bogey. Yeah. That was really... That was rough. But well, I'm happy it, it's over. Yeah, what do you think of the golf course at 350 pounds and a uh, little guru slapped all over the dirt? Yeah. Some ninja tines uh, pounding, some Florentine. I mean, you'd think I goddamn worked for Southwest Terror Support. <laughs> I mean, they are our sponsor, but, you know, I went through the gamut this week. It was good, man. Golf course is really good. I mean, you can't even tell at 350 at this point. I even thought when we play in November that it looked good, yeah. so... So yeah. you stood, whereas, you know, when I painted it all um, this week, I went at like a gallon, I guess it comes out to like a gallon and a third per acre. Mm-hmm. And it didn't take until the 12th hole for you to say, hey, I see kind of what you're doing here. You're only painting the fairway compared to the, you know, and not yeah. the rough. And that's because the car path runs down off center of the thing and it gives a big exposure it's like the first big right. exposure of rough other than between five and eight and you know but uh standing where we were what do you think of that color of that rough though i i think it's fine i think yeah, it looks to- good right, totally fine right that's like even for me i don't i don't put iron in my greens mix because i like the lime green color of yep. the green yep. to almost have a target against that stark dark yeah, green perennial yeah, eyegrass color yeah, so I, I, to me it puts so it's almost the same thing right you have this distinction between and i don't even think 99.9 of people are going to notice no absolutely not no i'm just kind of i want to know what it comes from someone that actually does notice but yeah you know i let one boom sit outside the rough when i paint the place so it kind of blends there so maybe and then i just have really not much rough on the whole place it's just the desert did you lose me Ah, uh, you're frozen. I can't hear you at all. Uh, oh, there it I, goes. A, Whatever. It's going right. right now. We're just going to have to make this quick and, you know, this fucking call in. This is our first, like, FaceTime thing. We both probably, we're both outside on our patios with, like, the worst internet connection. But 
Hey, you're going to bear with me. It's fucking windy as shit. We're supposed yep. to get some rain today. Um, it got a little spots, a couple spots this morning at the golf course, but uh, finally dried out. You know, I ninja tined the greens this week. I did that process through the ninja tines on there and then offset them on the quad heads with longer solid tines. Uh, that worked out really well. I stayed late on Monday. I uh, got a funny story uh, about that whole situation. And me and my mechanic banged out eight holes, and then we finished the rest of them on Tuesday. Put sand on them behind that, rolled them, and now we've mowed two days in a row without baskets, trying to keep working that sand in, but it's yep. been so wet, or the air has been so wet out here, which is a weird thing to say for us. What is it, 40 50% humidity, and we're like, oh, it's so wet. <laughs> That every time we mowed or rolled, we brought all that sand back up. It stuck to whatever tires or the reels. And we're out there blowing again, blowing again. Last night with the wind, it finally, you know, dried it out enough that I could have a fucking sweet cut. Didn't need to blow. Didn't need to do whip, you know, the oh, sand yeah. around on the greens in the morning. So that was solid. And we were out there putting them today. Me and Martin were on number nine. And it was like, okay, these things, now we're good. Because when we played, even just yesterday, I was kind of, you know, I think it was probably the sixth hole. I was like, this ain't fucking good at all. This is not good. <laughs> it was fine. Yeah, I know, but there was sand just everywhere. You know, yeah. from, you know, guys are trying to blow it, but, uh, you know, they're not getting everything because there's a lot. Um, and they're doing it in the dark through fucking seven hole, eight holes. Um, but, other than that, today I'm saying I'm doing them again. You know, next month I'll do just the solid times. I won't pull any material, but I'm going to get on this program of trying to pull material like this all the time. One, sorry, two people all week that we know of. One asked Martin what was going on with the sand and the holes on the greens, and Martin just said it's a process that we do. You know, we did a little airifying, and uh, basically the, and the others are solid times. He's like, oh, they're really good. He was like, I was just wondering. And then on Tuesday, we started on number nine. And uh, so that was really, you know, the same day I had done it, a golfer came up to me. I was sitting on nine, listening, waiting to hear what they had to say about it. And the guy looked at me and he said, so when did you punch him? And I said, this morning. And he gave bright-eyed, kind of looked at me. He goes, you did all this this morning? And I said, yeah. He goes, oh, fuck, these things are perfectly fine then. You know, yeah. he under, you know, it was like a nice, like, oh, he understood that. But great, uh, great action with the neighbor. Had a great neighbor week this week, <laughs> which my place is never much of the neighbor guy. You know, Me too. it's pretty quiet. And uh, so I've told stories about this before was Birdie on the podcast. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. She's. I don't need any mute. Go ahead. I'll mute it. No. Okay. So, uh, so anyways, I got, um, this neighbor and fucking behind number six green. Oh, sorry. Six T. It's where everybody was like allegedly, you know, taking peas on our bushes or aiming it at his house or something. So we put in these cameras and then, uh, a couple months ago, he started really emailing us about that. We're making noise in the morning. And then starts catching my crew and swearing at my crew. So I've told these stories before. Well, Monday night, me and my mechanics, the last green we're doing, we started at 6.15. The sun really goes down around here, out here now at like 6.30. I mean, it's down and it's black. 
So we're finishing up the last green. I got the air fry going. He's got the backpack blow going. And we see these flashes of lights in the coming out of the yard. And I thought, here we go. He's never caught me. He's always caught my crew and cussed them out and yelled at him, you know, at 4.30 in the morning. Well, he starts as we're walking off the green, finished up. And he starts cussing me out, cussing me out. And I'm like, excuse me, sir? And he called the town a bunch of pussies and called the sheriff a bunch of pussies. And I was like, what are you talking about, man? And he's like, oh, you know, you guys get to do whatever you want to do out here. There's no ordinance that you guys have to follow. And the town says that it's okay for you to start as early as you want. And now you pull this shit. And I was like, hey, man, this is the last green I'm doing. It's the first time I've stayed late. It's 630. Is is there a noise ordinance for a Yeah, there is. Uh, It is. Seven, sorry, six thirty in the winter time, five thirty, no, sorry, seven thirty in the winter time for like backpack blowers and you know landscape noise, and I'm sure it started as us too, and then uh, it's six thirty in the more in the morning in the summertime. There is not supposed to be a sound on Sundays, and um. What else? And then sundown. So the sun just went down, and he's screaming and yelling at me. But the reason why the golf courses don't have to follow the ordinance is maybe three years ago, there was a big to-do in uh, one of the other golf courses around. So they said, that's it. The town, you know, all you golf courses have to follow this. We called the town meeting, uh, all the golf course, you know, general managers basically got a town meeting with the town of Fountain Hills. And when two of the neighboring golf courses, general managers, walked in there and lit the place up, basically saying that the only reason why this little piece of shit town has anybody living in it is because of the four golf courses that are inside of here. It's the only reason why, you know, the economic drive, even of like property taxes and, you know, things like that. Plus, it brings a good source of economy just in people paying for golf and the restaurants that are connected to them. And then the resorts and the hotel and the fucking, well, I guess the reservation one, Wicopa doesn't have to follow a thing because they live on different land. And the, whoever the town spokesman was just like, okay, yeah, I get it. And that was the end of the conversation. And you guys are okay to do your work. Just be somewhat courteous. Don't start weeding along your neighbor's fence line. You know, first thing in the morning. Right. We don't like need that. to. Don't we don't need the, the chainsaw buff- out. Yeah, yeah. You, like when you go by the house, cruise by with the buffalo blower. Don't sit there with the thing running full blast. I get it. You know, right. which we never really did, anyways. Who wants to listen to that while they're working? You know. Right. So he cussed me up and down, and finally I just said, "Hey, man, listen. In a nutshell, I've heard enough of your shit." Uh, I don't care. You can stand here and cuss me out all you want. That's doing nothing to me. Um, but I'm going to tell you this. You cuss me out one more time. You know, you can bring it all you want, but be prepared. And uh, then it got a little loud and a little cussy out of me. And then he tells me that I got to calm down. I was like, dude, you just ripped on me. I'm like, you started this. I, I warned you and you continued to do it. Right. So I unloaded on him. And uh, my mechanic thought it was kind of funny, but I finally walked away from him just like, dude, call any town person, the sheriff, whatever. We're leaving right now. But it was 630 at night. It's like, what are you doing, sleeping at 630? You know, when 
when do you sleep? You already, you apparently were asleep at 4.30, so it's not like you got up extra early so you could hit the sheets early at 6.30. It's just another one. Something to complain about. Yeah. Another one that walks his dog on the golf course all the time. And his dad used to be the club champion when it was Fountain Hills, you know, golf club. And he had his own car. And before I put up this fence, my dad had a gate here and he just drive the golf cart there. And it basically all the time saying, we own this place. And I'm like, yeah, it's tough shit, man. That's, uh, that's not how it's going to go. But his dog's <laughs> awesome. Just like. Most dogs are awesome. Their owner's a douchebag. Well, along number 14 T, which I'm not that proud of, but that's where everything kind of goes, like our fill dirt and shit like that. When I first started there, that's where the dump was. All the green material didn't go into a dumpster. We threw the, you know, the guys would take the cans and any other trash, went into a four-yard dumpster, and then all our green, all our branches, all our clippings, leaves that we vacuum. They dug a hole and started to bury it. And it's all over the golf course, right outside my shop, those mounds. That used to be flat. This is all before I was there. That's all buried like green material. It's like the most <laughs> fucked up thing I've ever heard of in my life. And uh, they wanted me, literally, I was being hired to run a backhoe when I first got there. And I was like, I'm never doing this. Let's cut to this dude. He stops one of my guys, again, another neighbor that talks to them, never talks to me, and says, uh, hey, is Matt still work here? And Yeah, he still works here. How about Bill? Does Bill still work here? He's talking to Bill, right? So Bill's like, uh, yeah, he still works here. Doesn't say like, hey, douche, I'm Bill. You know, I'm the one that you talk to every year when you're here. Yeah, you're and, talking uh, to him. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, he says, well, tell him he's going to have a lawsuit on his hands. I'm like, fucking lawsuit on your hands? For what? And he's like, all this fill, you know, it's just sat here and all that. All it is is dirt, and it's piled in the desert. Yeah, it doesn't look great, but it matches what else is there, you know? And uh, I just said to him, I said, Bill, next time he says anything to you, I said, just make sure you get a hold of me. I said, I'll wheel out there, and I'm just going to be like, sir, you got a problem? He's going to be like, yeah, you got a lawsuit. I'm going to be like, yeah, you got yourself a bigger problem. You're trespassing again with that dog. I'm calling the cops on you. But they just think that they run the whole deal, and then another one. It's like the the entitlement of of people. And the fact that, what do you think you can cuss at me for? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I got a guy right outside my shop. Bought a house, got a great deal on a house because it's literally one foot away from a yard and a fire station. And it's like, dude, when you bought this house, didn't you just just like it when you bought this house? You look out the back door and see it. You're 200 yards off a tee. Yep. You're probably going to get pelted. Yep. Did you not see that there was a maintenance yard that's been there since 1970? You know yeah. what I mean? Dude comes over all the time. I've only he comes over and yells at my guys too. I've only caught him one time. And right away, start cussing at me. I'm like, listen, pal, that's not, this isn't how it's going to go. You're right. going to cuss at me. I'm out of here. Get off my property. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, it's just blah, blah, blah. It's like, who do you think you are? Yeah. Like, who the f- what makes you so tough, guy? You know I what know. I mean? You think I care? You bought a house one foot from a fucking maintenance shack. Yeah, that spray rig's going to be up at 5 a.m. mixing chemicals. Yeah, exactly. yeah, we got an air compressor. We got it. I got to be out ahead of play tomorrow. And there's and no organ gonna, noise on And there's going to be a shitload of cars rolling in at that time when yeah. these people are going to work. He's yeah. probably the so same sad. asshole. He's probably the same asshole that's like, ah, they got to put them people to work. It's like, yeah, these are the people that are going to work, you dickhead. 
But we were hitting balls yesterday, and I was telling you, here, we got to hit at the back of the range if we want to use a driver because the lady at the end, you know, says that she gets balls hit and they smash off her house. And it's like I've talked about them. One, it's the golf balls coming off of 14 that hit her roof because it's much closer on 14 than anywhere near the driving range. But, uh, yeah, she's now going to go fight, and she got another one, going to have a lawsuit this week. Was a lawsuit for what? It's like, you need to put up a fence. It's like, no, you need to call your realtor and kick him in the fucking Jimmy because he sold you that house looking out on the back going, look at the red, you know, red mountain. It's so beautiful. It's so great. And the missus was like, we'll take it. And they fucking didn't stick around to have golf balls come bouncing off their forehead as they're picking up the fucking newspaper. Idiots. We got a, the house on the corner on six quail. Because the the wastewater treatments right there always stinks. That thing's yeah. up for sale every two years. <laughs> yeah, we did just... drive by that, and they had a sign in front of it last <laughs> week when we were playing it. And you're like, that house is for sale all the time, all the like, time, because it just yeah. stinks like a big turd. I mean, did they not just even go like, how come, honey? How come you think this house is so much cheaper than the other four that we looked at? You know, yeah. does that ever <laughs> register? And they like, it's on the golf course. Oh, it's near the bathroom. And you're thinking, like, no, right behind that is the real bathroom, honey. You know, <laughs> little southwest breeze blowing in to the north, and you got fucking duty pants at your doorstep. Dude, fucking what, crap. I, got a, I had a neighbor situation, I think Wednesday. So at the club, they got, like, a, a bench thing, right? They're replacing all the old benches, so when somebody passes away, you can buy a bench. Oh, they want, no, this one wants to go into five on number five T. Fine. So we, we run over there. My guys go over there. They start putting it in on the way, my way over. Cody stops and he's like, the lady on the corner is furious. And I'm like, about what? He's like, the bench. Oh, like, what do you mean? And she goes, it's blocking the view. <laughs> no. You got to be way. kidding me. You got to be kidding me. Yeah. So I wheel over there. I wheel over there. She's standing. Like looking, and I'm just ignoring it. Yeah. She goes, "You need to move the bench," and I was like, "Just yells, ca- cackles at you over the fence, like, yeah. caca, caca. Why? Yeah. Uh, the wall, Matt, is literally like three feet tall. Oh yeah, I know I like, the Why? walls all she, over. It's obstructing my view. She's furious. It's obstructing my view. I was like, this this bench is obstructing your view. This thing <laughs> that's sticking a quarter inch over your wall that's obstructing your view. And I was pointing at this. This is like she had this huge, almost like a med palm, but like fatter. I don't know what kind. Yeah, a massive one. I was like, "What about this cactus right here in your yard?" And I was like, "What about that totem pole cactus over here?" Like, that's yeah. You want to get rid of? I was like, "It's blocking the view of your house. I can't see your house. You need to take it down." I was going. I was like, "Enough's enough." Yeah. Like, it, no, I. She just I stood there the whole time. Hundred percent agree. Stood there the whole time. What's your name? Like yeah. Dan Cutler, superintendent. If you don't like it, go talk to my boss. And, the whole time, I was like, "Lady, eventually, I was like, lady, you're just, you're not even making any sense." Yeah, like, we're talking. About, I'm not putting a, a porta potty right yeah, here. Right, exactly. I was like, "Is every cart that pulls up here? Do you just yell at the guys because they're blocking their view with their cart?" Oh it was <clears throat> absurd, absurd, unbelievable. I'll wait till you see the bench. That, when does that wait just fucking happen? Hey, our bench on number twelve. This is so funny how we've. The neighbors. That's what we'll call this one. The yeah. neighbors. Episode I can't number, wait for you to see episode it. number gonna... eighty four from the Jingweeds called the neighbors. <laughs> the neighbors and and the bench neighbor and his bench. So the bench on twelve. Yeah. 
you know, we, it showed up and it's like I've said before, it's, it's, it had to have cost them a couple thousand dollars to get it out to us. Cause they yeah. shipped it from, I believe, well, by the stamp that's on it, I'm guessing Indiana, cause it's got the IU logo on it, uh, his name and some golf clubs, sweet granite bench. And then the other day I'm coming wheeling around there and fucking there's pink. So it's a gray granite bench and it's got pink or coral colored rock, big stone that you buy it in the bag from Home Depot because it's fucking, uh, you know, not enough to even cover. And then a little barrel cactus. So they came in on their own willy nilly time to come in and decorate. And it looks like shit. Like the whole thing totally contrasts the idea of this granite bench. It's like, listen, they make fucking places for this. And there's a whole bunch of them just like it. And everybody's fucking name and year they were born and year they died are fucking on them. Stick the bench. It's called a cemetery. Yeah. That's where it's going. Uh, It's just like, Jesus Christ. But, it sucks. I mean, know. that's it's the tip of the iceberg for you. Because mm. the bench just showed up, right? Mm-hmm. You guys didn't approve. It just showed up on your door. Right. And unfortunately, uh, this is kind of sad, too, is Bob Schmitz. He was our outside service manager. And he was, I believe, the first employee that the Ort family hired. Uh, and we gave him his 20-year plaque last year. And uh, he passed away on Tuesday. And now we had a couple outside service guys that were probably like, hey, man, you know, this is a dude that needs a memorial, not some guy. So a couple of them wheeled in there and they expressed like, hey, if anybody needs a bench around here, it's Mr. Schmitz needs a bench around here. And we had already decided that we're going to put up like, like I told you the other day, it takes until sometimes when shitty things happen is, you know, Bob always wanted a real flagpole. You know, he was a Marine. He's proud of his country, proud of his service. And, uh, you know, he said, you know, we need something real out here for the American flag because ours just is up on the roof. And it, any windstorm blows it over. It is kind of shitty. And Bob has a good point. But it sucks, sucks now that, you know, the poor guy passes away. Now the flag's going up in his honor. The fucker never gets to see it. Yeah, that's you awesome. Know? I like and that. That's, that's a same, better memorial, though. It is a way better memorial, but he doesn't get to see it, you know? It's like we waited till he passed away. It's like, fuck, dude should have got it when he asked for it years ago. But, you know, sometimes it takes shitty things like that to happen and for fucking things to get done. So in honor yeah, of Bob, we're going to fucking cool. throw up a nice one and a little plaque underneath it. But those are the people that need to be honored there, not some... Unfortunately, some dude fucking passed away on the golf course. Doesn't give you the right to now send us a fucking headstone. I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's it's cool for that family. To me, it's more shit and trash on the golf course. Might as well write no carts, you know, on the front of it, or scatter. Put it out at the beginning of the fairway and fucking blast <laughs> scatter on. Yeah, Something lean a real sign the- up against it. Yeah, he could have bought me a buffalo blower. <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. We'll remember it. We'll remember if, that guy more if we have that piece yeah. of equipment that he purchased for the club. Mm. So you Plus, doing does anything? his family even play out there? Uh, yeah, actually, I believe they played on okay. uh, Wednesday, and it was supposed to be a talk of, hey, we see what you did. Enough. You know, we put the yeah. bench out there for you, but I know they were supposed to be playing, I think, Wednesday. And it was going to be a chit chat. Hey, that's not the first memorial this last couple of weeks. Oh, 
What other one? Uh, the tattoo. Oh shit! <laughs> that is right. Yeah. So apparently, a guy. Check that out I, on the <laughs> that's it is weird. So the guy gets his granddad. Guy looks. I mean, by the well, by the amount of disgusting hair on his back, you know. He had to be in his late 30s, early 40s. The hairiest back I've ever seen. And weed whacked out of that is this like paper plate size area out of the, I mean, the most. It's a big tattoo. Yeah. And it's of our logo with apparently his granddad's name underneath it because he had passed away, but he had lived on number 17 for a long time. None of us have, you know, can remember if we ever met this person you know that got the tattoo but it takes up his whole shoulder blade and it's the blackest tattoo ever the the letters have to be i don't know they're not quite a half an inch tall but they're definitely more than a quarter uh of his name and they're not lined up correctly and martin's like look at martin's like check this out and me with the tattoos, I immediately am like looking at the quality of it. I'm like, that is the worst tattoo in the world. He's like, can you believe you got our logo? I was like, no, dude, that's the worst tattoo I've ever seen. It was just so blown out and inflamed from the amount of black that that poor bastard probably had to fucking grind into his skin. And then his name doesn't line up correctly. And like I said, it's pretty good size letters. It's a monster. And it's... And it's like, trim the rest of your fucking... I swear to God, there isn't a t-shirt he has worn in 10 years that has actually touched his skin on his body. He's that hairy. It was unfucking believable Yeah, maybe I'll have to white out the name and I will post this disgusting photo. Yeah, I'll figure that out. It's so good. It's so good. And me and Martin were talking that because his first name begins with an R. And I said, hey, you should call that guy back and tell him that he's got to circle the R to make it look like the trademark of his fucking of the logo. Like, you didn't call to use this thing. But it is, it's unreal. And our logo is not tattooable. It's just not. It's, a, it's, the, uh, no. it's the Red Mountain yeah. with a saguaro in it. But it's, yeah, right. Oh well, that's how you know with that much Jesus black. It's a statement Christ. piece. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but once his hair grows back on his back, no one, I swear to God, no one's ever going to see it. They're going to be, that's the most fucked up birthmark I've ever seen underneath there. <laughs> nope. You're never going to read that thing. <laughs> no way. Oh, fuck. Yeah, anything going on on the golf course culturally that you've been fucking doing? Or are you just kind of letting it ride right now? Status quo, yeah. Yeah. Dealing with a couple guys out with COVID, so it's just trying to mow and do. Yeah, we're all detail. We're too, still huh? still cleaning up from the storms this summer. Yeah. So we had all those oleanders on Forest Road. Got all those trimmed. That took about two weeks. I sprayed all the rough with Reward, so it looks pretty fucking fits actually with that with that contrast. And I just cleaned yeah. up all the volunteer stuff, that polo and stuff. So it looks really good. I'll probably go next week and just spot spray any areas that maybe got skipped or that needs another. Yeah, another hit, especially the ryegrass. Yeah, right. It's hard to get rid of, especially even with diquats. Yeah, so especially that's what with I got it being going. somewhat cold, and it's like we said, that's that clump grass, so it's got roots, freaking four inches long, yeah. no competition, so it's but not it's going like, anywhere. I don't, like I'm not doing revolver. I don't take 
30 days to yeah and to die and, it's and expensive. it runs it's expensive and it runs and this i don't feel like anything binds my soils very well so i just i just stuck with that application you get so. some action going on at that fucking house the kids are wild and out they know daddy's out on the fucking computer this, doing something it's always non-stop mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh what do you got for a beer what do you got going before I even get into it, I, uh, so we've got a new little segment sponsor. Uh, shit, Custom Turf Applications is now going to sponsor right. our beer reviews. Uh, so yeah. Custom Turf Applications, uh, that's the guy, Jason Barber. He's the one that uh, spreads the seed for us. I know he throws gypsum for you. Uh, he does fertilizer uh, for it anybody and then uh just this week he picked up a uh spray rig gps spray rig so he's offering to bring to go out there and uh help guys paint and uh, i know there's some guys that are worried about um you know running paint through their spray rig so he picked up this thing and uh it's all individual nozzle gps so there's not the overlap like somebody did on number 14 at Desert Canyon. Hmm, me. <laughs> Shit, it's the only one. And that goes to, you know, the guru paint. It is definitely spray it fucking when it's got some dew on it. It helps with those yeah. overlaps because I sprayed it pretty much everything else. And I was trying to rush, you know, stay ahead of golf. And I'm like, fuck, one more hole. I can get fucking one more hole. And it was, you know, 14 is kind of on that hill. So wind chuck, you know, just blows like crazy through that. Um, So it really stands out. I was hoping it was going to mow out, but it didn't. And today it still kind of looks it. But, it, I mean, I'm the only one, again, that can probably see that shit. Well, then my assistant, Javier, came in. He goes, you got a clogged nozzle? I was like, no, it was an overlap. And I said, and it was, you know, with, you can overlap when it's dewy. It kind of spreads yeah. a little bit further. It doesn't make such a line. But uh, so Jason picked up this uh, spray rig and uh, he's going to help guys out that are interested in doing it. I know there's some people that don't want to run the shit through their paint. And then also, if uh, you really want it dialed in, he's got the GPS rig plus yeah. it's got the GPS individual nozzle. So you don't have any of that stuff. Um, oh, that's sweet. So if you need to get a hold of him, uh, reach out to him at jbarber at customturfapps.com. That's where you can get your details on uh, pricing and scheduling. And uh, get in there if you want uh, to have him help you throw some seed, too, because he said that schedule's filling up fast. But D Canyon gets picked number one, and Dan should get number two because now we're he's uh, we're yeah. throwing his name around. But he is uh, sponsoring yeah, he our beer reviews. Too. Yeah, I know. Jason uh, hooked me up last year. I, I had to move my overseed date. So I had to cancel my cause from the, all the storms. Right. So we ended up yep. pushing, switching golf courses, pushing my overseed back a week, and he's already booked up. You know, probably now. So he he actually helped me out. He would he would try to fit me in the afternoons or yep yeah he goes all day. Doing, I think eight or nine holes for me. Yep. Nice. Anything will help. But uh, my beer review. So oh, uh, sure. simple machine. Their two year anniversary this week. Um. So I went up there last night and uh, actually. This isn't when I got the beer, but I did go there last night. I got myself a T-shirt and had a pint and wheeled out of there. But these beers I picked up while I was having a meeting with uh, Marshall Norris. He's one of the owners of Simple Machine Brewery. And we, with Cactus and Pine, are going to do what, uh, I guess it's my little dream of 
Suds and Supers. We're going to have an education seminar February 16th at Simple Machine. So keep an eye out for an email that should be coming this week, uh, or you probably have already seen it by the time you listen to this bad boy. But uh, we're going to do uh, just little chit-chat, open it up to a round table. First one at Simple Machine Brewery. Um, I'm going to be, I guess, the moderator. And we're going to have discussions about some of the newer uh, varieties of turf that people are trying to use. Like Curtis is going to be there talking about the zoysia. You nice. know, I can chat about some of the uh, tiff tough that I have on, you know, some of the tea boxes. But keep an eye out for that. So I grabbed these things while I was after the little meeting. It was uh, it's Simple Machines Deer Valley Golden Ale. It's a uh, 5.9%, only 25 IBUs. It's easy drinking. I mean, Golden Ale should say easy drinking. I like that 5.9 on a Golden Ale. Mm. It's a birdie beer. You could drink a million of these if they, it was icy, icy cold. Um, and I like the fact that it's a very plain Jane logo. You don't see that bad boy out of that place. They're usually, no. you know, they got some crazy artwork. Oh, yeah. But... Um, <laughs> The also that was going on there, the Doe um Doe Riders. They have food trucks all the time, but Doe Riders was there on Wednesday night and that happens to be the one that is scheduled for um when we do the Suds and Supers. Uh and we'll have it out back in the uh, amongst all the tanks. Marshall says to me, he's like, Where do you want? He goes, You wanna sit here like your regular beer patrons? You wanna go out on the patio? Maybe it'll be a little loud. But or we do all our private parties back here, um, in this area. And last night when I was there, I was getting a T-shirt. They did a live printing with uh, Goodfellas uh, merchandise. They're out in uh, Peoria, I believe, or Glendale. Uh-huh. Which I'm gonna get in. Con- I talked with them last night about making some shit for us. So uh, keep an eye out. I'm not saying next week. I'm not saying two weeks, but soon we're gonna get it. At least me and Dan are gonna wear it. Uh, yep. But maybe we'll. Offer it up to a few of our crazy listeners. <laughs> Casey will get one. Jordan will get one. Peter will get one. Chad will get big one. Ed. You know, yeah. Ooh, big Ed. Big, big Ed. Ed's gonna. Big Ed's gonna have to pay for one. Shit, I just lost Dan. I'm really not sure what happened there, but I've seemed to have lost Dan and uh, can't get him back here. So a couple other announcements. Uh, next week I am going to uh, Tahoe. Mark Stutzman is going to bring me up there for his uh, turf summit that he does up in Tahoe. So uh, that's going to be a good time. I'm going to do, bring all the podcast gear up there. So keep a lookout for there, and hopefully we meet some new friends, grab some new listeners up in that neck of the woods. Um, Waiting for Dan to see if he comes back. We'll hold on to that. But if not, don't forget uh, Suds and Supers. Can't believe that it's actually stuck, and we're going to do something with it with Cactus and Pine. Along with Cactus and Pines, uh, upcoming. Dan Cutler, FaceTime Danny video. coming back. Danny coming back. What? Oh, shit. There he is. But, hey, Dan, before you open your mouth, let me give this. Hey, keep an email. Uh, keep an, a lookout for your emails uh, for Cactus and Pines stuff. The, the renewals for that's coming. I know the renewal for uh, GCSA is coming. That in the show is in two weeks. Uh, I'll be heading out there. Casey Ruddick's going to be bringing me out there. Hopefully, we're going to bring this gear then, too. So we'll be doing it from there as well. Um, and still looking to hopefully do it from TPC, from the open. Uh, shit. Uh, have you checked any more prices, Dan, now that you're back? Uh, see what golf is that week? No. 
Holy shit. Holy shit. Uh, they're out of control. It's unbelievable. So uh, if you're 500, thinking, 550 thinking of, probably. Oh, it's, uh, I saw 530 True North, but we'll be two something. Um, I thought one of the better deals in the area, and I was even saying this to Martin the other day, we were looking. I believe Wickenburg Ranch is like 225 that you're week. you kidding me. Yeah. I might be 250. I still think if True North is getting 500, if you get 300 or less to go to Wickenburg Ranch, go. That's yeah, what I would say. For sure. You know, for sure. And it's, if you're from out of town, Wickenburg's, I mean, it's, it's different. Totally so different. But I was it's, a kid, it's, a it's a neat little spot. Yeah, but it's just a neat little spot. I'm not saying it's great, you know, but it's, it's the Wild West, you know, so. It is, yeah. You got anything else you want to cover on this or uh, you want to bang out of this fucking <sighs> stupid FaceTime thing that both of us have shit connections? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know, nothing much. Oh, and I lost you there too. Still there? Now I am, yeah. Okay. I mean, after getting my dick kicked in golf, I mean, it's kind of the, the long days of the winter, right? Yeah. Same old, like this mowing. Golf course is packed, so I mean. Yeah, but we got a lot of good stuff coming up, so. uh we got yep. more shit to talk about and bounce some more stuff around. And it is like you said, the dog days of the golf. Uh, I, we did get a, uh, thank you for everybody that did reach out and, uh, ask me questions, you know, checking on Becky. Uh, I know that episode kind of hit home on a lot of you guys, but fuck it. It was real. Um, there was some talk that I got a couple questions on. It was nice to see that we're bringing some whiskey into it. Uh, <laughs> and then Gant from guru, uh, kind of sent me a message. He's going to have to send some stuff from out here. And I was like, Oh, that better be good old fashioned moonshine. So if we start reviewing <laughs> moonshine on this show, that'll be yeah. classic, classic. <laughs> but again, everybody, thank you for listening and continue to support us. Uh, we're going to keep on rolling with this thing. And like I said, I hope I get some merchandise rolling big Ed, you'll get a t-shirt. Don't worry. <laughs> t-shirt. I just want to say the later. Stay best, everybody. See you guys. Love you, mom and dad. Bye. Peace. Out.